and welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have... Hi, I'm Alicia. I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren. Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Catholics. Today we are continuing our series on How I Met My Spouse, We already listened to Lauren's stories and Annie's stories, and if you're just coming in, um, those are our last two episodes, so you're more than welcome to go back and listen to those. And this week, we're going to be hearing Stacy's story, which is me. So my story with my husband is kind of, I have to kind of go back a little further because there was a lot of stuff that kind of led up to him, I suppose. Um, I didn't really date in high school or anything like that. And then um, my first boyfriend in college, we actually got engaged and um, we were really good friends. And one of the things that we had talked about beforehand was we weren't sure if we wanted to date because we didn't want anything to mess up our friendship. And so we kind of made like a, a promise to each other that even if we broke up someday that we wouldn't stop our friendship. But we, we kept that promise. We were still, pre- we're still really good friends. We'll message each other and, um, he was in my wedding, and I went to his wedding. And, but we were engaged, and um, there were some circumstances that happened or that we then we weren't. And um, But it's always kind of interesting to look at the things that happened after that because while I was trying to get over that breakup, that's when I decided to go to camp for the first time. Um, and this particular boyfriend at the time when we were um, engaged – He's Lutheran, and, I was, and I'm Catholic. And um, so we break up, and then I go off to camp. And this is where I have my, um, I guess, in my conversion, at, or my devotion towards the Eucharist really became strong. And so there is this really, you know, like we always talk about how God uses things, you know, to get us, you know. He doesn't necessarily cause things, but he uses those things in our lives. Mm-hmm. So that was, when, that was one moment where he used... Um, a situation to bring me closer to him. And um, so my devotion for the Eucharist really became very intense after that encounter. And that um, boyfriend and I, we were together for two years. And then um, later I started dating um, another guy who wasn't sure if he wanted to get married or go to seminary. And he kind of went back and forth on things. And um, so we dated. And then um, I didn't see myself marrying him. And I knew that that's what he was looking for. And um, a girlfriend was somebody that he could see himself marrying. And so I broke up with him, but then later we got back together and he's kind of the person who introduced me to, um, Eucharistic adoration. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause that was our first date. Our first date, it was kind of funny cause he goes, um, I'm going to ask you something nobody's probably asked you to do on a first date before. I hope you like are okay with it. I was like, what is he going <laughs> to ask me? And he, <laughs> and he was like, I, would you mind going to adoration with me? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. I've never been before. Like I hadn't really been before. So he's who introduced me to um, adoration, which in the adoration, um, you know, I've, this is where God has spoken to me so many times. And so this is where that devotion started. So the first boyfriend got me towards the Eucharist and then my second boyfriend, Eucharistic adoration. And then, um, we broke up. He, he ended up getting married and has a wonderful wife. And, and so like, again, everything, you know, as it should be. Um, but 
after we broke that second boyfriend and I broke up, I kind of went into this really dark time Mm -hmm. and um, kind of, you know, worldly exploration of relationships, I suppose. So I guess that's the nicest way to put it. And, um, but during that time, God put another friend in my life that was kind of like an anchor, like always talking about, you know, church, church theology with me. We were always having debates or, you know, trying to debate with our priests, you know, like, (laughs) like, like, you know, and we would work out together and have these like really theological, philosophical talks and things like that. And, um, so like, even though I was having all these like worldly experiences and that were not good, were not healthy, like there was still this like pullback. Um, but the same friend, so around this time too, I was starting kind of, I was kind of starting to date this, this, um, another friend from our church. We hadn't, we had only gone on one or two dates and then there was a Christmas party and I brought this friend who's a guy to the party cause he needed a ride. Well, the guy I had gone to dates with, I guess, saw me bring him and was acting really weird the whole time. I didn't understand. And, um, and my friend was like, it's because you brought me to the party. And I was like, well, that's silly. Like, I grew up with brothers. A lot of my friends are guys. He just, he should know this and just be, like, not let it bother him. He was like, oh, Stacey. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, you're never patient enough to be in a real relationship. Oh, these were, like, the words he said to me. And he was like, you're always, you know, off or whatever. And um, and that really stuck with me. And what's funny is the guy I had been I had gone on a couple dates with, there was this other guy that had he was a freshman and he had been hanging out with us and I thought he was kind of weird and I was like man this kid he's so weird and he's always talking about conspiracy theories with this other friend <laughs> this ended up being my husband <laughs> <laughs> so, wait wait he's still talking about conspiracy theories yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so Anyway, so I, you know, I had been, that's how I met my husband, but like, he was just this like guy who, (laughs) he was, well, he was friends with some of my friends, but he's a lot younger than me. My husband's four and a half years younger than I am. So, well, I mean, well, but when you're a senior or super senior in college and he's a freshman, Mm -hmm. it seems a little like, you're like, ah, so that year I also ended up doing my student teaching in Costa Rica. So I left the country, which is also funny if you've heard our other episode um, where Annie talks about she had made a pact with a friend um, about not dating. Well, the friend she made a pact with started dating my friend during this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they knew each other in college. Yeah. The, yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of funny that they both of our friends are involved kind of in this certain <laughs> story because this friend that ends up marrying the friend that uh, Annie made her pact with, um, and my husband moved in with him. So, like, since him and I have been such good friends, we start. I start seeing Andy a lot. And so I'm just kind of like, okay. And This is after you got back from Costa Rica. Yeah, so I get back from Costa Rica. They're living together. Um, there's several guys in the house. There's my, my now husband, this other, another friend, and a, a guy that used to be in my choir because I was a choir director at the church. And um, there was a guy that was in my choir, and then Andy's brother and another guy. They all lived in one house together. 
and they called themselves they called their house the Alpha Omega House because they all went to St. Yeah, they all went to our church together, and like so they were the the Catholic fraternity, the unofficial Catholic fraternity, public school. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and so and my husband starts living with my friend, and I come back from Costa Rica, and my best my best friend that I've had since fifth grade moved to Texas, and this really close friend that had been my anchor during this really dark time had moved out of country to go teach English out of country. And so I'm hanging out with this other good friend of mine a lot more because they're the three people I hung out with all the time. And there, and then my other best friend, she was married. So like, you know, everybody had, was like grown up and moved away. And here I am still with some of my college friends. And so I start seeing Andy more and more. Well, I finally, um, I, I started noticing that there was something there. And I was thinking back to what my other friend said about me being patient with relationships and, I was like, well, I don't even know if I could, like, here I thought he was this weird person, <laughs> this weird kid last year, and now I think, oh, maybe we could have something, but I, I'm always with, we're always with a group of people. I didn't know if I could actually hold up a conversation with him if we were just by ourselves. Because you didn't know any conspiracy theories? Yeah, right. <laughs> you versed in the jargon. Yeah, right. Did you have to study first? <laughs> no. He's a musician, and I'm a musician, oh, so that helped. Uh, so I invite him to Bluegrass Festival. Smart. Did you wear and foil hats? No. <laughs> but we went to the Bluegrass Festival together. And um, we had a lovely evening. And what was in, also funny is um, that was the Friday of a weekend that we had. We were going with our friends on a fall break trip down to Corpus Christi. And so um, we go to Bluegrass Festival. Then we go. Um, our church at the time had a... Um, all-night adoration called Jericho Siege. And so we went to Jericho Siege, and then we went down to Corpus Christi for the weekend with all of our friends. And um, so that was just kind of our, like, I went, I always call it our unofficial first date, mm-hmm. but uh, then he invited me two weeks later to a um, thing that his boss was putting on at their house, an Oktoberfest party. So he invited me to that. And they're all Catholic, and so like our priest was there, and and we're listening to some more bluegrass music because <laughs> <laughs> at Oktoberfest party it was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. So interesting matchup. Yeah. So it, it was a nice evening. Uh, then we go um, back afterwards. Is it Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. It was Oklahoma. 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 <laughs> Oktoberfest. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, so stereotypical. And, and, and then there's a mom of another priest friend of mine that's there. He wasn't a priest at the time, but it was like she was at the party, and so yeah, it was it was a fun party. But yeah, and then um, so then we went back to his place to just kind of hang out, and he kissed me for the first time, and Aww. we've been together ever since. Well, then the a year later, on our anniversary of of our first kiss. Um, he took me out to dinner and, um, I feel like we went somewhere else, but I don't remember that part. Um, and then he asked if I wanted to walk around the lake and we walked around the whole lake and then he was kind of like, Oh, let's go over here and look at the stars. Cause our anniversary dinner was actually the day before our actual anniversary. 
Well, he apparently had planned to propose to me on our anniversary. So he was waiting for midnight to ask me to marry him. And so he was like, hey, okay, I have a blanket in the back. You want to sit over here and look at the stars by the lake? And I was like, sure. Were you suspicious at all? No. Well, what's funny is a couple days before that, our youth minister at the church had asked me, do you think he's going to propose? And I laughed at her <laughs> because my previous two relationships had been two years long, right. like each. And here we'd only been together for a year. I was so like, you were like, no way. Yeah, I was like, no. Way too early. Yeah, it's way too early. And um, so, you know, we're just sitting there and then he's like, okay, I'm about ready to go. Are you ready to go? And I was like, sure. And and um, he got up, and then he helped me up, and then went down on one knee and proposed. Aww. And what's funny is my kids and I were, and some friends were just at that same lake today. I was like, my husband proposed to me right there, seventeen years ago. <laughs> so, um, oh. Oh, look, there you go. They, bought, they built a much prettier church, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so then we had, um, most people, I guess, think it's a little weird, but then we had a two-year engagement. Because we both went, I had started my master's, and he was still working on his bachelor's, and we both went, we were both mm-hmm. set to graduate at the same time with both of those things. Yeah. So we waited till we finished school, and then that same year that we, I finished my master's and he finished his bachelor's, we got married that same year. And, um. Yeah, so it's just kind of interesting, the whole, like, progression of, you know, yes, I had these other relationships, but they brought me closer to the mm-hmm. church and things like that, which is where I actually met my husband was through the church family. Mm-hmm. And because really that first couple, that first uh, boyfriend I had, I wasn't very involved in the church. Mm-hmm. But also that same year, I had a friend um, who's the choir director of a local church here now, invite me to join the choir there and I ended up taking that position from them when they graduated and those same friends are the are the fan like the friend what do we call it and family the family that we've had for years our you know they're our kids godparents and we're their kids godparents and it's just like all these people that we met in that whole like little time span have just stayed in our lives it's been it's been really amazing and um, one of the things that really struck me with with my husband and his family was the, they're farmers, and they make it a bit like I think one of the things was like they really made it make a huge point of not working on Sundays, mm-hmm. and I that hadn't ever been like a thing in my house. Like you know, we would go to church every Sunday. But then my dad would be in a shop working on something for a customer or something or working on our house because the weekend's the only time he had for, uh, like, working on things at our house. Mm-hmm. So this whole, like, con- like, even during harvest time, they might still do harvest on a Sunday, but church is always, like, you go to church first and we have breakfast together and then it's out, out to the fields. Mm-hmm. And then unless it's, if it's not harvest time, it's all, the whole day is a family day or a rest day or Everybody's taking a nap or, you know, playing cards together or whatever. And I always really liked that. But um, I think one of the first things that told me that he might be the one is um, it was only, we'd only been dating about two months. And I took a picture and he still, he blew it up and actually has it in his office here at home. But there's a picture that I had gone out to the farm for New Year's um, that year um, I actually wasn't going to go out there, and then some, like I hung out with my friends, and 
And I was like, I really think I should go out there. And so I, I drove out there trying to find this place. It was the first time I'd ever been to his family farm. Mm-hmm. And it's in the middle of nowhere. And they don't. <laughs> And they don't know the street names around them. It's like, this is the blah, 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 blacktop. And this is the blah, 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 blacktop. I'm just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was lucky I found this place. So I found it, and we rung in the New Year together. And the next morning, we go for a walk, and we're over by um, the old barn that's on the property. And I take this picture. And one of the things a previous boyfriend had said to me is, I wish I loved you as much as you love me. That was how they broke up with, with me. It was like, they're like, I just, uh, trying to say like, I I don't see us going any further than this. And they were trying to be nice, like nice about it, but it was just like, this is one of those things that just stuck with me. But in that picture, the way Andy is looking at me is like, you could see that love. And I was like, huh. And so that that was kind of one of those first, like the next year I still wasn't thinking that we were going to get married, but it was like, <laughs> that was one of my first indicators that like, he looks at me the way that I've felt about others. Is that okay. right? And so like, it's like, finally yeah. specific. Uh-huh. yeah. So there's that, you know, the whole, it was coming from both sides, if that makes yeah. any sense. And, and it was just really, yeah, I don't know how much more of the story there is, so I mean, that's weird kids my husband like uh, <laughs> but yeah but that whole like devotion to Sundays and and he, when he even to this day there's been times where I've done it with him but when he comes home from Sunday mass he goes up and says a rosary there's been times where it's been a family rosary or it's just been me and him but he always regardless of what the tides of our family are has gone up after mass and said a rosary and even though like there's been times where we he may have questioned some of things about church and things like that or why a certain priest would do this or why the church's stance is this on this he has has never he's never wavered in like that's never made him decide that not to stop being Catholic or to go somewhere else, or he loves God through the questions. Yes, even though he has, and that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's very beautiful. Love that. So, if I was to give any advice, like the other ladies did, it would be that find somebody who, even if even within struggles, they still find time for God or turn to God, even are are persistent in their pursuit of God. Yeah. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Join us again in two weeks. Until then, may God bless you and may Mary accompany you. Coffee and Catholics is a proud partner of the Smart Catholics Podcast Network. Find new shows to love, meet like-minded Catholics, and join the community at smartcatholics.com.